just before we roll our review of Indiana Jones and A Dial of Destiny, I wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that season two of the main show begins next week on Monday the 17th of July. This season we're covering films with criminals and our first episode covers Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Now, as is our way going forward, we'll be doing an eight episode run and then a four-week hiatus. But during the breaks, we will continue to drop reviews of brand new movies on our Patreon. But this time as a bonus, we thought we would release one of our new reviews on the main feed. Now, if you are a fan of the show and you would like to support us, you could head over to our Patreon by searching Shoot a Hostage Podcast. Or if you listened and you've not left a rating or review, that stuff helps out big time. It's super easy on Spotify. All you need to do is have listened to an episode and then you just click that little that little star icon that's just below the main artwork and hit five stars. We appreciate and thank everyone who has supported the show throughout our first season and we yeah we hope to see you for season two. So Indy five Right, Dan. Sarah. Do you consider yourself to be an Indiana Jones fan? Yeah, those first three movies were good back in the day. Even Temple of Doom? It's uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's all right. It has its problems. Yeah. But it's all right. It's my least favourite of the, of the OG. original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm a fan of the originals. I even used to watch... Do you remember that shitty TV show with Sean Patrick Flannery playing Vaguely, young I don't, indie? don't think I ever saw it, but I remember it being on. It was not good, <laughs> but I even watched that when I was a kid. So what were your expectations slash hopes for this newest in the franchise? My expectations weren't particularly high. Okay. I thought that it would be better than Crystal Skull. But most likely, it would be the fourth best. I mean, there was a fairly low bar Yeah. after Crystal Skull. So yeah, how did you feel about this then? We saw this at the weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to like, it was a few days ago now. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I think I've forgotten the movie. I mean, that's the review there in itself, isn't yeah. it? That's kind uh, of the review. I, I And maybe it will come back to me as we open our mouths with and say words <laughs> and encourage words to come out yeah that's how talking occurs. i think the best thing <laughs> about indiana jones 5 uh-huh. is that mission impossible dead reckoning trailer that was done before it <laughs> that's that's harsh that is a good trailer though it is a good it's trailer sick. <laughs> and obviously the barbie trailer the yes. barbie trailer is a lot of fun as well isn't it I mean, I'm biased towards that one yeah. for personal reasons. Why is that? Because some of my jewellery features in the movie. Yeah. Well, I hope it's in the movie. It's in the trailer. Oh, it would I'm be... going to be gutted if it's not in the final film. You know when they cut trailers from yeah. footage that doesn't actually make the final film? I will... I don't know what I'm going to do. I might walk just go out. to the coast and walk into the sea, never to be seen again. One, st- <laughs> one star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we both had a lot of fun with the trailer and then the movie started. And yeah. It, listen, mm-hmm. I I I thought it was fine. I it was, think it's fine. Yeah. The opening twenty minutes almost felt like an Indiana Jones movie. It yeah. was very close. Apart from the um, 
Well, I was going to say the shonky CGI, but at times it was incredible. The, the de-aging of Harrison Ford. Yeah, at times yeah. it was brilliant. And then he moved mm. half an inch and it all went to shit. Yeah, it's re- it's getting really close. Yeah. But we're still not there yet. We're not And I think there. if we're still not there, don't use it. I mean, I, I... you say that though, but I, is it that we're not there yet? Or is it that it's the modern curse of VFX artists being overworked and underpaid and spread too thinly? Because I've seen deep fakes that are pretty goddamn convincing. Maybe not as high def as that's required to be. I think we're there. I think maybe, I mean, they clearly didn't cheap out having looked at the insane reports of the budget yeah if they're to be believed and i think as well they started shooting this movie in 2020 yeah so it was in production for the longest time and they had a lot of a lot of work to do on post so i imagine a lot of the budget went on that first 20 minutes of the movie and de-aging harrison ford so while it looks excellent in a lot of places and very good like you say when he moves he has if he has any sort of facial expression whatsoever yeah you can you can see it and I could you can see that maybe he's not being as emotive as he would like. Yeah. And I guess that's because that they knew that when you kind of move around it doesn't look as good. I think the voice sort of threw me a little bit yeah. as well, in much the same way that Sigourney Weaver's voice in Avatar Two kind of wigged me out a little bit because mm. it's the voice of a much older woman who we're very familiar with playing yeah. a teenager and i don't know people's voices change as yeah. they age so that squicked me out a little bit you don't need to de-age you could have just got river phoenix back to play that role again like you did in <gasps> the last crusade i might throw my toys out of the pram how dare you why is there a problem do you not do it do you my, not think you would do it dan what you're, you're being so disrespectful right now <laughs> sorry to my he's not likely to hear teenage crush <laughs> how dare you i i'm so annoyed right I'm now <laughs> I'm gonna, this might be our first podcast walkout that's <laughs> uh, in bad taste um but no still i don't really have a problem of getting someone else in I, it's weird i understand why they did it because it's like right we're doing one more indiana jones film we're going to give you one more adventure yeah at the start of the movie up top and it nearly works it yeah it's, it nearly works and there's a point where he's kind of he does an indiana jones thing like he knocks out a nazi and then puts a hat on and other nazis get in the back and That's he's got a drive so indie. it's so indie <laughs> and i was just like oh okay like this might be all right yeah once we get past this de-aging stuff and i'm not looking at that anymore mm-hmm. this might be all right but it didn't quite reach the heights for me. What was th- it? What was it that fell apart? And well, it was a lot of that stuff in the opening sequence with the bike stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me think of the Last Crusade, and I thought, oh, I wish I was watching the Last Crusade. There was a bit when he got atop the train and he started <laughs> running along, and then that's when they first started playing the indie theme. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is happening. This but is an indie movie. He and looked th- weightless. Yeah, and then uh, that's what I was getting to. So right. the indie music comes on, and then he jumps over between the carriages, and it's it's just I don't know. It's a weird, like weightless CGI thing. It looks like a two D video game, yeah. a platform and I, video I th- game. I think if there was like a five second clip of this movie that could <laughs> demonstrate my feelings towards <laughs> it, it would be that because it the music playing iconic music gets you in the mood for an indie movie and then you see that and, <laughs> and then there's like, a cartoon jumping across a yeah, cartoon train and then uh, yeah so it's almost an indiana jones movie right that's kind of my overriding thought I, I think is that kind of the curse of so many of these modern like recall type films i fucking hate 
this I hate myself every time I say requel, but mm. it's a term that Scream 5 introduced and I feel like it's not going away anytime soon. So whatever. Do you think that's a curse then? Because these films are for people like us, right? 40 year olds who grew up watching the originals. Yeah. Middle-aged people who just want that nostalgia gland tickled, mm. but we're not as receptive to CGI and the trappings of huge budget movie making, maybe. I just, I don't understand it. Like, I really no. don't with, with, with modern films because, the, and I know James Mangold is a brilliant director. I love I think I like all of his movies, like that I've seen of his. There's not a single one I dislike. Do you know? I didn't even know he directed until I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, I know that name. Mm, and I looked yeah. up, and I was like, Holy shit! Yeah. yeah, he's done some like genuinely excellent movies. Yeah, and he's great, and he directs the shit out of this, and I think he does a great job. I did hear an interview with Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall, and they were saying, you know, James was insistent that they do as much practical as possible. Yeah. And that's great. But there was a lot of CGI for, for something that's trying to do as much practical as possible. I don't understand why you would just have stuff in here, like the jumping over the train. Like, just... Just get a stunt person. Just don't do it. Oh, yeah, or don't like, do it. I don't or understand. Or film it in such a way that it's implied yeah. rather than fully shown. Yeah, and then, like, he's hanging off the train and it's in darkness and you... Yeah, it's, I don't know, like, the whole time I was just thinking... I just want to watch The Last Crusade again. <laughs> I think that's the problem with a lot of these nostalgia traps, though. They do just make you think of superior movies. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, for me, I, I would want to do as much practically as possible. And if, if you had to use CGI, maybe you'd rethink the scene, but maybe with scheduling and everything and things go wrong in a day and who knows what happened there but there were some things that i enjoyed about it i mean it, it was well directed i thought harrison ford was was really good yeah phoebe waller bridge she was really good in the movie and i really enjoyed her performance um mads mickelson was was excellent yeah i like him i, I was glad to see the nazis back uh, in the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a very important clarification <laughs> it was taken out of context yeah and i thought everyone was really really good in their roles mm-hmm it was just a bit of an odd choice of a movie. I think, do you know what? When they announced the title of it, mm -hmm. Dial of Destiny, I think that's when my expectations started to take a bit of a dive. And I was like, okay. What, is, what was it about the title that didn't fill you with confidence then? Because of the things that happened in the Crystal Skull that I didn't care about, I wondered with this title, it's, it, they were going to go down a more fantastical route. And I just prefer my indie movies a little bit more grounded. That They always yeah. had elements of magic and obviously you've got the grail and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But they don't go overboard with it. Whereas Crystal Skull, obviously, a fucking UFO just blasts out of <laughs> the ground. And in this one, we're doing time travel. And I'm just like, it's a bit much for, for an indie movie. Yeah, I, I will agree with you there. I think I prefer it when it's more of an an old-fashioned action-adventure yarn than yeah. full-on fantasy-leaning. Agreed. I, I agree with almost all of your points. I think the cast was great. I have a lot of time for Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I'm, mm. I'm surprised to hear you say that you enjoyed her performance mm. so much because I know you're not a fan. I did make you watch Fleabag and you weren't sold. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't quite for me. Yeah. Um, I think she's great, though. I think she's she's really witty and intelligent and I find her quite charming and charismatic so i was kind of stoked to see her in such a high profile yeah. role and she i thought she was great in this yeah. i really enjoyed her character and it wasn't like it was she was a bit of a nuanced character there was something yeah. more to her i have 
an additional complaint that you didn't talk about and that's that this is very much a personal gripe and a spoiler for the ending so there's your warning but I really really am opposed to that over-the-top sentimentality that like saccharine emotional ending I did doesn't need it yeah doesn't need it that didn't bother me so much the ending you know are you talking about the final frame or the final act the last five minutes yeah basically. no i didn't mind that so much i was fine with that because it kind of took it full circle yeah i get that but it feel it felt a little bit to me like it was just throwing the the fans a bit of a bone mm. it felt unnecessary it could have been hinted out without like going there well i mean the whole movie was unnecessary really. well yeah the every, last crusade every movie is unnecessary they, <laughs> the last crusade they literally ride off into the sunset and they were never meant to make another one harrison mm. ford was like i'm never making another indie movie and then they made crystal skull and i think a little bit of me if crystal skull had been a decent movie and a good ending i don't think this one would exist I think that they were, yeah. were just kind of like, oh, we need to... They need a do-over. They can't have yeah. that be the legacy. <laughs> yeah. And there were things to like in this. And, and it's. I think it's way better than Crystal Skull. Yeah. But agreed. It's, it, it's, it's not... It's nowhere near the original, any of the original mm-hmm. trilogy, in my opinion. Um, and I think most of that is is a lot of the, the CGI stuff. And the story choices, I thought, were a bit odd. Boyd Holbrook was in it, yeah, apparently. Yeah. He's, he's a weird one. He's had a strange career. He's like leading man handsome but then he ends up in these really weird roles Mm. and i know we we talked about it when we got out straight out of the cinema but his his role in this movie could have been played by anyone yeah he's barely in it he's barely in it there's nothing notable about him other Mm. than the weird fake teeth he was wearing yeah it it literally could have been anyone i mean you could say that about any of the kind of the heavies the villains Mm. besides mads mickelson could have been anybody and I think that's kind of one of my largest complaints mm. is that the characterization was lacking. I mean, everybody bar like the main two or three characters, yeah. the characterization was sorely lacking. Yeah. But to wrap it up, I feel like I got more out of this than you did, which yeah, surprises probably, me. Probably. Like I said, I feel like I've been shitting on this for, for 15 minutes. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I no. thought it was fine, but not quite a three star fine. See, oh, I think I've been going back and forth over this for days. I think I'm at three stars. Yeah. Because nothing about it was like grievously bad. Mm. It's head and shoulders above Crystal Skull, Mm. as we've said. No Shia LaBeouf, which immediately gives it an extra star. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I kind of had a good time. My biggest complaint is that it's just a bit forgettable. Yeah, it's a bit forgettable. I almost had a good time with it. I kind of, you know, it was okay. It was Friday night. I had a few drinks Mm -hmm. and I was really in the mood to watch an Indiana Jones movie. If I had been in a worse mood, I might have disliked it a little bit more maybe. Okay. But but the things I liked in it, I thought, were, were the things I thought were good were really good uh-huh. and that included the performances and also the uh, i liked how they used um they weaved in real world history like operation yeah. paperclip yeah and then uh, the final third i thought was an odd choice yeah when 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 we find out they're doing time travel i think i said to you i thought we were going to do a bit of a let's revisit some old indiana jones moments oh like an avengers thing like an avengers thing and i guess they couldn't really do that because they would have been called out for copying avengers yeah but what we ended up getting i thought was okay but just a bit of an odd choice it was weird it was weird i get it because 
I guess the overall theme of this movie is about time and mm-hmm. change and moving on and all of that stuff. So I get thematically why they would include that. But then I thought it would have ended slightly differently because Harrison yeah. Ford's character sort of says, you know, I'm going to stay here. And I thought, yeah. I'd have been happy with that. I think that that I was the way to end it. Ending, yeah. Leave him in the past. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And that's how I think it should have ended. But yeah. no, they bring him back. So yeah, I think I've just talked myself into agreeing with you that that final <laughs> shot is 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 not great. Um, uh, do you know what? They probably was. They probably tested it with yeah, that ending. They and, wanted a happier ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the audiences aren't always right because no. they went with a happier ending for the American release of The Descent. Mm. And as we both know, the UK release is vastly superior. Yeah, it's way so better. Yeah, we don't all need a happy ending. Um, but I guess that that would have been leaving him in the past would have been kind of a happy ending. I think for so. Him. I think so. He loved old shit. Yeah. And he would have been just <laughs> hanging out with Archimedes, having a bath together, weighing crowns in the bath, and saying you could Rico at each other. It'd have been like a meme, you know, the Spider Man meme. It would have been like that, but with Indiana Jones and Archimedes pointing at each other. Yeah. 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 I'm in almost complete agreement, except. For me, it's a solid three. Fun time, three out of five. Mm. But I'm, I don't know when I would ever watch it again, if I'll ever watch it again. The only way I'll be watching that again is if we do some kind of Patreon-only <laughs> limited series where we cover each Indiana Jones movie, including the Indiana Jones TV show that you mentioned earlier. If we did that, <laughs> then I would watch it again. But... Or if we both end up with dementia. Yeah, and we forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. We go, oh, this looks good. <laughs> yeah. 